I'm having a stroke. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, I'm not going to call the police. Okay. Wait, are we recording? Yeah. Oh, damn it. Uh, let's get ready to podcast. <laughs> How long have you been saving that? Uh, just 15 minutes. since I invented it 15 mm. minutes ago and thought it was oh. funny then. So I was like, let's do it again. <laughs> and here we are 15 minutes later and it's still the same. That's funny. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, hold on. I'm going to check my mic for you. Hello? Yes. Okay, we're good. Well, welcome to uh, my podcast, Spencer. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Why? Because I do that to you every week? Yes, exactly. <laughs> well. And that was my opportunity to do it instead. This is your intervention. Well, um, you're being week's. fired. It's the same thing every single week. Oh, you checking your nails? Mm. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, pinky. Bye. Pink. Mm. How can you fire me from my own podcast? Is that even possible? Oh, your own podcast, huh? Except none of this was any of my brainchild. No. <laughs> you don't even like spoopy things. I know. As we saw on last night's mini episode of Let's, Let's Talk, Talk About, About Gay Stuff. Where I did swimmingly and you... Did not. You fell off a cliff? Yeah. Lost my gay card. Fell mm -hmm. off the cliff. I mean, the gay card fell off the cliff before me and then I... You were trying was, to chase it. I was like, no, no, please I need me. to be gay. Yeah. And just like hopped off so like, how was your what is it like 12 hours of being straight how does yeah, that feel now it was rough honey i mean it's still going on i'm not giving you your gay part oh. card back well how do i receive it back by by receiving that, yeah by receiving damn so it's gonna be rough if you need a good time call chris yeah please call me at 1-800 mattress <laughs> lol <laughs> so um how are you feeling today because your boy is, is on the struggle bus to Struggle City, USA. Oh, it's fine. I mean, I woke up this morning, ran a 5K. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. I threw up in the shower. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I didn't actually do that. <laughs> I, oh, that was a Parks and Rec quote again. <laughs> okay, everyone. Welcome back to the Parks and Rec podcast, where we talk about Parks and Rec. Surprise. <laughs> Jesus. Gross. I can't come up with my own jokes. I have to use other people's recycled just jokes. Recycle. So that people think that I'm funny. Oh, speaking of that, one of my favorite things is to go to a straight wedding and act super gay and use all RuPaul quotes because you know why? People have never heard them They've before. never heard them. They think you're the funniest fucking person in the, in the planet. Like, I've, I have a couple friends in Kansas, and every single time we go to, like, one of their weddings, people think that I'm so hilarious because of all, like, the RuPaul stuff that I just say. And I'm like, uh... I say this all the time around my gay friends, and they're like, oh, my God, shut up. But <laughs> I say it around this, them. You've said it six times today. Exactly. This, literally in the last 15 minutes, you've said this six times. So, um, yeah, whenever I go visit them, they're like, oh, my God, that is so original. It's so funny. I love my gay friend. Like, okay. <laughs> you do realize that you're a pawn in their, in their party. Oh, I don't care. Here's the gay guy. Everybody's like, yay. You know how much I love attention. So, Well, yeah, I guess. I'm about it. Plus, I was the best dancer there, and you've seen my dancing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> okay, Kansas, come on, work on Step that. Step your pussy What I've seen uh, is every time you're on stage, I've never seen somebody made epilepsy look so good. You can't just steal a read we just watched on this television. Yeah, but for the straight people that are listening, you're just like, oh my god, I've never <laughs> heard that before. It's so <laughs> funny. What straight people are listening to this cackle like women? Gloria. <laughs> is she a straight woman? Yeah. Yeah. No, she's a straight man. She's she's our nice lesbian lover. Hey, Gloria. Hey, Gloria. <laughs> what are you doing today? It's the 4th of July. <laughs> Probably drinking Bud Light somewhere. <laughs> drinking Bud Light in a park <laughs> on fold-out chairs. <laughs> Just hanging out, waiting for the fireworks. <laughs> I hope she's at Pearl. 
Oh, do you think Pearl is lit for Fourth of July? Pearl is know. the lesbian bar here in Houston. Uh, there was one time I went to Pearl on Pride of 2017, and uh, like on a Friday night. Holy shit, that place was packed. I had to wait in line and didn't realize it was a line. I just like walked up to the bar, like my you know gay privilege, just walked up and like, <laughs> oh, like I need to get in. Like it gave me my ID, and they were like, the line's back there, and I was like. Hello, oh, well. Fuck. Like, I was, I was already a little tipsy when I showed up there, but. <laughs> Come inside, please. Do you have gin in here? <laughs> Do you have any legger? Uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was crowded. It was lit. Um, I also went one time on a Sunday. Sunday Funday is also really lit. Is lit yeah. yeah, they have vibrator races. Have you seen those? No. Oh my gosh, they put down like one of those little tin roofs and they put like five different vibrators across the thing and like. I mean, they turn them all like they're already turned on. They like hold them all at the same level. They release them to see like which, which one, one vibrates the down down the bottom. Yeah. Are there settings on these? I don't know. Pearl is lit. Yeah. And let me tell you why. Because at the gay bar, all the gays are off in their little little corner cackling and, and chatting. Yeah. At Pearl, everybody's just like laid out, hanging out. Yeah. Like we went one time on I don't even know. I think it was a Sunday fun day too. It's like one of the most chill places to go to. Yeah, and it was cooler outside but there was nobody like in the main hall part mm -hmm. but they had a band anyway yeah they're playing to nobody and yeah. like two girls are dancing but then you go out into the back patio or whatever people are playing basketball there's tickets for things yeah and people are just like they're just chilling they're all kikiing together just like hanging out and like people move from table to table i'm like do you all just like know each other <laughs> are you guys all friends <laughs> well you know, that's the the thing you know the lesbian agenda yeah lesbians like all of them date each other that's, yeah uh, from what i've seen on the l word well like i think the minutes. gays do that as well but we just hate each other afterwards that's yes the lesbians yes don't. yeah they're like they're like oh yeah we're we, friends we were married for you know three years <laughs> out of years. the two and a half years that we knew each other so <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going over to her house on Friday. We're going to watch the game. We're going to just hang out, you know. We're going to go to Home Depot together and build something. Have you seen that bitch, Rick? She's a bitch. Exactly. Like, mm, I saw Rick, and I we dated for two weeks, and, like, I hate him. Like, <laughs> and he threw up outside the eagle, and yeah. then I never talked never to him talked again. Never talked to him, and said, you are a fucking man. He's right over there. We <gasps> <gasps> the got to go. We're all together. You guys ready to go to JR's? <laughs> Let's leave. Why does it sound exactly like us? <laughs> Because that's what gay people do. Well, that's what the gay men do. Yeah. Happy Pride, everyone. Yeah, happy Pride. Now that Pride Month is over, officially. Well, we celebrate Pride every year. Yeah. All year. Well, we are Pride vibrantly gay, gay, as gay possible. so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I was going to say that you're more gay than me, but you're wearing a gay shirt. Says, Let's talk about gay stuff. <laughs> so you can't even say that. At least I'm wearing rainbow shorts, so I guess I I'm mean, a little bit gayer than you. You're wearing purple. Pastel purple. So this is not pastel. This is like a. That's totally pastel. That's like Barney through the wash. What I think of purple. is with pastels is like Easter colors, and that's definitely an Easter purple. It needs to be a little bit lighter to be Easter purple. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, I studied color theory for four years. Oh, did you? <laughs> no, I was a makeup artist for eight, which is the same thing. <laughs> okay, okay. So you want to talk about some spoopy things? Let's do it. I'm excited. Let's get into. Tell it. me what your original story was going to be. So there's a little bit of a backstory there. The original story was going to be a hometown murder <gasps> uh, kind of thing uh -huh. called the Candyman. Oh my God! We um, all we have wanted to hear about that since well Melissa, Melissa's going to do yeah. it, but you were going to steal her thunder. I, yeah. What if she showed up? She's. I'm not. still waiting for her, but. Well, isn't she supposed to leave for uh, Spain officially like tomorrow or something? No, Saturday. Saturday. Do you think it's actually going to happen? I don't know. I don't think so. She, 
She's stuck outside with the wolves somewhere. Yeah, that's fine. She's probably like taming them at this point. Like mm-hmm. it's been that long. She's she like, lives in a cave. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. painting on the walls. She has become the mother of wolves. She's like the alpha female. And she's like, all you bitches. I bet she, I mean, she would be great at that. I, she would, honestly, I don't think she'd be the alpha female. I think she'd be both the alpha female and the alpha male. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> she'd figure it out. Whip those bitches in shape. I mean, literally. So tell me why oh. you didn't do your story. So the reason why I did not proceed with the Candyman was because it is a very long and twisted story, um, and I waited the last minute to research my topic like I always do, and uh, this was not the opportunity not to, the do to do no, that. No, this is not the story to do that uh, because it is even longer than when I researched Jeffrey Dahmer, and that one took two days to do. So we're going to postpone that one a week so we can. Get a full story on that. Um, and instead, I'm going to do a creepypasta. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you're saying that you could have uh, wrote it up last night, but you were doing what? So I was on a trivia show for Let's Talk, Talk about, about Gay Stuff, stuff um, which was amazing. That was a lot of t- a ton of fun, honestly. Uh, it was a cute little episode. It's live now on Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Um, so, like, when you go to Spotify, Apple Music, you know, Google Play, all the fun things, you can find that little mini soda. It's what's it called? Let's Talk About Gay Stuff Quiz Edition Episode 1 or something? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's cute. I re-listened to it again, and it still made me smile and laugh the entire time. So, so if you like this, if you like this stuff, mm-hmm. why don't you take the listen to that? Mm-hmm. Because it's got your two favorite hosts, mm-hmm. uh, and it's... Uh, comical and it i is. win so oh, oh you can't spoil well i guess it's already out so you yeah. can't it's not really a spoil but it doesn't matter i mean i won the podcast is what uh, I won. oh oh okay that's fine um but it also gives like a little bit of like insight to where um our spoopy podcast came from well we already talked about it on like you know episode one episode one it's always a good reminder to be like hey what are we talking about mm-hmm. and why are we talking about it? you know exactly so it was a good good little opportunity to to branch out and be like this is what our spoopy podcast is. And why it's do we call ourselves about. spoopy instead of spooky? Like, you know, kind of the difference between the two of those. So it was cute. Exactly. I liked it. Me too. Did um, you, what happened last week? Did you go first or did I go first? Um, what was last week? It was Manson. Manson. I think oh, I so went you, second. Yeah, you went second. So you go first. I'll go starts. first. And I'll wrap up because you've got a longer story than me. I do have a long story. And I should have written more about it, but I only got three pages worth. Oh. Because. Wait, last night you were like, I'm four pages in. How did you go less? I didn't say I was four pages Girl, in. Girl, yes, you did. When? I, when I asked you, it was like, how long is your story? And you're like, oh, it's not long. It's four pages. Yeah. No. <laughs> False. So, um, happy Independence Day, everyone. Woo! Um, yeah, we're, we're recording this on 4th of July, so we're going to be uh, flat on our backs looking at fireworks later. Mm-hmm. Um Perhaps because we've in, in started imbibing uh, alcohol now. A couple at 2 of PM. beverages. Um, but, anyways, we're going to celebrate America's birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also wanted to note for our Canadian listeners on June f- or July 1st, we celebrated Canada Day. I did it alone because nobody wanted to celebrate with me. Did I get an invite or did I go get lost in the mail? No, I didn't invite you. No. <laughs> Oh. I expect you to celebrate on your own. <laughs> I, After the, the years of friendship, he's like, mm, go celebrate Canada Day. Like, <laughs> Think of me <laughs> in your spare time. Just smile about it. <laughs> LOL. I told Thomas, I said, what are we going to do for Canada Day? And he said, oh. It's Monday. Nothing. nothing. <laughs> and I was like, can we jump together for a little while? And he said, no. <laughs> and then I sent him pictures of Gabrielle Union later. And he was not happy about that 
Who's that? Gabrielle Union? Yeah, remind me. Oh, my God. She is a mistress of the people. Mm-hmm. She is famous. Is she Canadian as well? I don't think so. Then why'd you send her pic- send him pictures of her? Because Gabrielle Union. She's she beautiful. From? I don't know. Why do you sending? <laughs> I don't understand why you're sending pictures. Then. But she's at a Harley Davidson. She is beautiful. Photo shoot. Yeah, I like her blush. Is she the one that's in um, that new horror movie? Well, I guess. Oh new, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where they year? break into the house? Yeah, like she has to break into her own house. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah, I recognize her. Cool. Yeah. So she's in something that I recognize. I never saw the movie because it's a scary movie, and I don't watch scary movies. It's so. not even scary. It's suspenseful. Yeah, it's a thriller. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah, keep going. Oh, you don't know the words. Okay. So we'll talk about my topic now. Um, I wanted to bring back some classic Americana this week. Oh. Um, this one's a lot. So we're going to talk about the infamous America's first serial killer. Oh. Yes. Uh, it's That's annotated by many people as an opinion but um, because i'm sure there was serial killers there's you know, definitely serial killers and... but this one was one of the first in an urban center that was well documented mm-hmm. this is what the 1800s yeah oh, late okay. 1800s cool um so we're throwing it way back happy fourth of july happy fourth of july everyone <laughs> we'll bring you some classic murder um so there wasn't a lot of information back at this time but this one was so gruesome that uh People were like, we got to talk about this. Yeah. So um, I'm sure there were a lot of killers back in the day, but there wasn't technology to catch them. Yeah. Um, and the victims that they chose most times were not considered valuable to society. So yeah, like prostitutes they didn't or you know, homeless that had, kids. Yeah, yeah. That they'd been killed. Yeah. They just thought they up and left. Well, that was like Jack the Ripper. They yeah. couldn't like figure out anything after he murdered what, like hundreds of women, hundreds, hundreds of, of women. prostitutes, like across mm-hmm. Britain. And they just like could not ID anything. They like, well, and what I've also noticed during researching this is that you, I mean, we live in Houston, but if it's 1800s and we live in Houston, we move to New Orleans, we could be a whole different person. Oh yeah, exactly. I could you just would start have telling no people my is. name is Jim Bob, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, "Oh, that's Jim Bob. His social security is. number di- is different yeah. than somebody else." Yeah. That's it's crazy. And like back in the you know twenties, people would have like census record. I guess census records went back you know further, but not many people filled out you know census records all the time. You could just fill out like some random name, and they'd be like, oh, "Okay, cool." Like, yep. we had so many like immigrants coming in from different places at that time that it was just like these random people were always coming up with different names and all this other crazy stuff. You literally could have become anyone. So yeah, and it's crazy. And now like, what? I go to Washington D.C. and Google's like, "What? Hey, you should <laughs> check out this place yeah. while you're there." <laughs> Well, and then all your credit cards are like, why are you there? (laughs) Hope you're having a good time. We saw that you bought a stick of gum. Was that you? Shut it down. Shut it down. Cancel. (laughs) Um, So, do you know who America's first serial killer was? Um, I think I actually do uh, because I was looking up for, like, different topics uh, (coughs) a couple weeks ago. uh, And it was, like, you know, eight, eight most famous serial killers. And his name showed up. Uh, but I don't remember the name off the top of my head. Yes. Okay. So it's H.H. H. Holmes. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember Holden. There you Holmes. go. Holmes. Holmes, yeah. Yeah, like Sherlock. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was the owner and proprietor of the Murder Castle in oh. Chicago. So um, we'll go back into his history for a bit here. Um, 
Firstly, he was not born H.H. H. Holmes. His name was Herman Webster Mudgett. Uh, he was <laughs> isn't that a sexy name? <laughs> Webster mm, Mudgett. <laughs> Um, so he was born in New Hampshire in 1861. So mm. is that, that's the year that the Civil War ended, right? 1861 is when it started. Oh, shit. 61 to 65. Yep. So he was born at the start of the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's not a whole lot of uh, info on his childhood, but he wrote about his childhood. So we do have his personal accounts of his childhood. As in like a diary kind of thing or like Like when document? he was in jail, he wrote about it. Oh, okay. Um, so he had four brothers and sisters, and his father worked in farming. Um, they were devout Methodists, and it's the 1800s, so devout means, like, hyper-religious. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Methodists, correct me if I'm wrong, I have no idea about different sects of You of can tell me anything, and I'll believe it, because I have no idea. Okay, either. I feel like <laughs> me- Methodist is, like, very, like, middle of the line, isn't it? I feel like I, it's really methodical, at least. Yeah, and, and, like, from what I understand, like, Methodists How are, did you not catch that joke? It was lit. <laughs> Methodists are very methodical. I, I got it. I just ignored it. <laughs> you fucking dick. <laughs> I'm sure someone somewhere is like, oh my God, Spencer's so funny. Chris is an idiot. <laughs> Everyone's, Everyone's saying that. <laughs> have you read our comments? Uh, yeah, we have one from Gloria. Says, <laughs> you know, we great. like you guys. You guys are doing a good job. <laughs> yeah, no one ever goes to ourspoopypodcast.com. That's ourspoopypodcast.com, where you can find us on, on Facebook. At our Swoopy Podcast. Oh, okay. What if I were going to look on Instagram? You go to our Swoopy Podcast. Uh-huh. And what if What if I was on Twitter? Because I am on Twitter. You would go to at the real Bianca Del Rio. Oh yes, that's my favorite. And spot. then you would go to our Swoopy. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, it, like go on. It, like we're serious about going on and filling out like anything you want to comment about. If you want to tell us that our voices are annoying, please go ahead. If you want to tell us that uh, Spencer cackles too loudly in the microphone, you can do that. If you are annoyed with my laugh, you can do that. If you want to actually write something positive and constructive towards us, you're very welcome to do that as well. We would appreciate that much more than all of the um, hate that we've been getting. And by that, I mean none of it because no one has actually gone and filled it out. So, well, I would appreciate the hate towards you. Yeah. I would. You just cackle. I think that would be You'd be like, nice. <laughs> <Chris is> even- <laughs> I wouldn't even tell you about it. I'll just sit, sit with my phone. Yeah, Spencer gets the emails <laughs> and he forwards them to me. And by that, I mean the one email that we've gotten so far. Yep. <laughs> it was Thanks, a good Gloria. email. Um, okay, so there's a couple important notes about his childhood. Um, when he was younger, he was bullied by the neighborhood children, mm-hmm. as we all were. Mm-hmm. Um, they knew that he was afraid of the doctor's office because he had a major aversion to skeletons, and I wrote the best joke here. Oh, God. Oh, honey, skeletons? Honey, they better see me after the keto diet, honey. You seem to be scared. Oh, honey. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Skeleton, honey. Oh, honey. Uh. Oh, man. I love that. Skeletons are slaying the runway, ladies. Yes, honey. Naomi Smalls, honey. Uh, look at these legs. <laughs> they would be afraid of Naomi Smalls. Have you seen her? Yeah. She's basically a skeleton. She's a skeleton with like a thin coating of plastic yeah. over top of it. Yeah, yeah. Like um, a little makeup. A little blush. Yeah. She just looks like that. Okay. White down to here. A long wig. Yeah. Maybe a harn. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so these bullies take him down to the doctor's office and they force him inside and they make him stand in front of the skeleton that they keep there because he's terrified of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Holmes said it was a notable event because at first he was afraid, uh, but after a while he relented and said that this was the moment that exercised him of his fears of skeletons and led to 
an obsession. Wow. Yeah. So, so he studied it after being terrified of it and was like, hey, you know, I'm kind of into this. <laughs> I like those bones. <laughs> See those, those bones? bones. Ooh. Uh, so, um, blah, 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 blah. too much mimosa. Where, the, where did I leave off? We had mimosas and pizza today. Oh yeah. We didn't even just, disc- that's yeah. the most American thing. Yeah. Mimosas, mimosas and, and pizza. Um, the theme was I made Nanaimo bars and was too lazy to make anything. <laughs> the end. So here's some pizza. <laughs> It's also our holiday, so yeah. you better enjoy this podcast because we're doing it on our day off. So Yeah, I'm working on a national I know. holiday. Yeah. How dare you, America? Oh, my God. How dare you? Gloria, you made us work today. If you want to hear someone's opinion on 4th of July, you should go listen. Let's talk about Casey. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you want to listen to the rantings and ravings of a crazy person that's high on Red Bull, go listen to Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Fourth of July episode. That one was lit. <laughs> because Kendall gets crazy. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, so after this event, it's noted that Holmes started torturing animals. Oh, excellent. which is the like the penultimate telltale sign that somebody's going to be a. We saw that with killer. Jeffrey Dahmer when yeah. we researched that he was taking animals apart and playing with their bones, and yeah. his dad was like, "Oh, how cute!" Like, <laughs> have you ever? Did you ever know somebody that did that as a child? I mean, I never played with animal bones or, like, dead animals or anything like that, but I would play with insects all the time. I didn't, like, kill them or rip them apart, but, like, th- that's, like, whenever we talked about Jeffrey Dahmer, it started with him playing with insects and then transferred to animals. I never made it that next step. So the serial, ha- serial killer haircut that I've got is already the next step, I guess, as opposed to playing with animal bones. That might be a serial killer. Yeah. Never mind. I'm not going to say that. I was going to say, <laughs> it, was, it was just, I thought She's when, share something. when I was re- listening to our last episode about the, the Manson family, I was like, man, we need like a cute catchphrase, kind of like our favorite murder, or my favorite murder podcast. <laughs> our favorite uh, murder. I was going to say our favorite podcast, my favorite murder. And those, it, it just merged all together. Um, but uh, like they say, you know, you're in a cult, call your dad. I was like, uh, I was just going to say, don't drink the Kool-Aid. And like, simple as that. I mean, but people say that. Yeah. That's, well, That's I'm, not original. I'm stealing it. <laughs> this is I'm Coin, the, I created coined by Chris this one. <laughs> I'm Ryan, cut that. that. Uh, what was I about to say? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So oh. I knew a kid that did that. Oh, drank Kool Aid? No. Oh. Well, yeah. It was me. I mean, I did. I, I'm bitches. <laughs> it's me. I'm bitches. Grape Kool Aid was lit back in the day. Maybe your poop turned green. Yeah, and your tongue was purple for yeah. a week. Yeah. Uh, but there was a kid that. It may have been just a rumor, hmm. um, but apparently, like, this kid, like, taped firecrackers to cats. I must have choked on my mimosa. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> that kid n- was going to turn into a psychopath and kill someone. Yeah. He, he also, like, would, like, stare at people in class, like, just, like. <laughs> I don't like that. He was creepy. Yeah. I wonder where he's at now. Probably he's, he's probably got bodies in his apartment. I'm going to Google him right now. Oh, my gosh. And we can cut this out if we need to. <laughs> Don't say his name on the air. I'm not I'm afraid to. he's going to come back and haunt us. <laughs> well, I was n- not very <laughs> remarkable in middle school. I don't think he's going to remember me. Oh, I was. I was the center of attention. Are we surprised, though? No. <laughs> because I am 100% that bitch. <laughs> Turns out I'm 100% that bitch. It's fine. <laughs> LOL. Did you find anything? Do you uh, find articles about him killing people? <laughs> I should have just Googled his name to see if anything <laughs> came up. 
see if he's like murdered you know five people in wherever he's from was this in um houston here or was it yeah. okay i'm excited did he turn into the candy man maybe he's a candy man's protege no he worked at chick-fil-a <laughs> maybe they cured him i mean if anybody's gonna do it yeah chick-fil-a gonna be gonna. chick-fil-a um not a whole lot of info here unless i ask to be his friend and don't do that. I'm not going to do that. No, because then he'll come and haunt us. Hunt us. Hunt us ha- or haunt us both. Excuse me. Ooh, he still looks creepy. Uh, he's got a serial killer haircut worse than me. And a serial killer smile. Yeah. <laughs> How do you make your mouth that big? I don't know. Okay. Okay, um, so that was so. a little sidetrack. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also, there are some accounts of him killing a playmate in his youth. Not H.H. Mm. Holmes. Oh, I was like, yeah. <laughs> we need to switch yeah, between this person and H.H. <laughs> Holmes. Yes. Um, so, which Wait, is... Wait, you said he murdered someone? Murdered a kid yeah, oh, okay. when he was a child. Wow. Which is, they can't prove it, but there mm. were multiple accounts of it on different resources that mm-hmm. I was looking at. They were, like, playing in an old house, and the playmate had an accident and fell down the stairs and died. He definitely pushed him. Yeah. Or stabbed him, and then pushed him down the stairs. I think they would have noticed if there were stab wounds. Maybe just like hit him upside the head, and at that time, medical technology in the 1860s wouldn't been like oh well, (laughs) blunt for trauma. Right, heads missing. (laughs) I think the Lord asked him to go. (laughs) Obviously, it was his time. It was his time. (laughs) And wait, if they're in New Hampshire, we can't do a southern accent. Well, I mean, okay, what does everybody in 1800s talk like? 1860s, they were fighting against the South. Yeah. Um, didn't they? I wonder if they had like a carryover British accent still then. I don't know. What's time travel? The Lord. (laughs) The the Lord. The Lord asked him to come home. (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) it said that he was highly intelligent. Um, he graduated from high school at 16. Um, which I guess, what do they teach you in high school in the 1800s? They're like, you can read. You're good to go. You made it that far. I'm proud of you. Here, we're at the top now. Yeah, because I feel like that was also during like the Gilded Age, with the with the Gilded Age being like the huge like factory factory machinery and all that stuff that where kids were being put to work at the age of like six and seven because their oh, yeah. tiny fingers could get into like the machine workings and they'd all die because yep. they all just got crushed by the machinery. So. so he's lucky he lived in New Hampshire. Exactly. I mean, what's their industry? Maple syrup. No, that was actually where a lot of the machines were because they were uh, typically all in like the water uh, to like. Try and you know use water power to make their machines go. I thought it was well. Yeah, I guess it could be anywhere. Yeah. Most of what I read is a person it was like Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Pennsylvania had like, like the rust belt kind of workhouses. Yeah. Maybe. Um, whatever. Yeah. There's whatever. trees in New Hampshire. Yeah. Maybe he was a, a lumberjack. Yeah. Uh, but he made it to high school. Let yeah, he did. Good for him. Good for him. Um, and then he got married immediately. Uh, he went off to a different town to teach. So he graduated high school, and they're like, you can teach the kids That's now. Right. You're smart. So Everyone went, else is not. He went to a town called Alton in New Hampshire and mm. started teaching. Um, and he got married on July the 4th. <gasps> Call back to oh today's episode Today. Today. Um, in 1878. Okay. He got so married this is after to... Reconstruction mm-hmm. now. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. He's in the North. Yeah, and he was born when it started. He'd been he wasn't going to remember any of it. Well, I mean, Reconstruction was from 1965 to eight, uh, 1865. 1865. Yeah, I got in trouble for that with Let's Talk About Gay Stuff podcast, saying the wrong month. Um, no, You it, still would have lost even if they gave you that. I know. 
1865 through 1877 was free construction. But mm. besides the point, that's history. No, it's not yeah. important. Okay. Welcome I'm just a nerd. Okay. Our history podcast. <laughs> Um, so he got married and they had a son. Uh, oh, he got married to Clara Levering. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got hitched and they had a son in 1880. Um, so he was married and then he was like, you know what? I need to go back to school. Okay. So he wants to become a doctor now. Like a medical doctor? Yes. Mm. Because he loves bones. Yeah. Um, Coming from someone who used to be afraid of skeletons, now wants to be like, oh, I'm a tech skeleton. <laughs> give me the skeletons. Ooh, give me all your bones. So he goes back to school at the University of Vermont, but apparently he dislikes the school, so he quits after a year. Um, and then in 1882, he's 20 now, he enrolled in the University of Michigan in the medicine and surgery department. Wait, uh, how did... I'm confused. So, wait. I guess the school might... Not might have. Was different back then. You said he graduated from high school and moved in 1878, and you said 1882. So that's four years. So he would have graduated high school at 16. Yeah. Okay. I said that. No, you didn't. You didn't say he graduated I literally at said it says that, it said that Holmes was highly intelligent. He graduated at high school at 16 years old. And then I said, they, it, you learn how to read. You graduated high school. We literally talked about this. Ten seconds ago. How many mimosas did you give me? <laughs> how many mimosas are this? Well, I put... Um, Acid? Estrogen pills in yours. Ooh. Don't my daddy feel tingly? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So he's enrolled in the University of Michigan, um, and he studies under a doctor who was suggesting an idea to the university, which at that time was highly frowned upon, human dissection. Mm. So it's the 1800s, and they're like... Um, you know, don't, don't do cut that. Up people. So I mean, yeah. Please, I, please don't. When cut I body. saw it, I was like, I. Isn't that what like they're not cutting them open and while they're alive and taking a look at yeah, them or anything? And they're it's cadavers. They're, yeah, cadavers. Yeah. Um, I guess it was viewed as desecrating the corpse, mm. and they wouldn't go to heaven if you cut them apart. Mm. I'm not surprised by that. I mean, no. Um. So. He studies under this guy, and they, like, get cadavers, which is, like, highly illegal. Um, get them from, like, graves? So they yeah. Take so they, like, giving? they pay, like, irreverent town people mm-hmm. to go in the middle of the night and dig up Because, I mean, this is, once again, the Gilded Age. You know, 1890s, it's just, like, we have no money. Here's some money. Go dig up some bones, essentially. Yep. Um, well, and Holmes would go do it, too. He oh. would go to the graveyard and dig up these bodies and take them back to the university. He wants the bones. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine, like, he's got a lantern and swinging. <laughs> he's like, this one. <laughs> so, dig, dig it up now, it up. sir. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Holmes is having a great time. You know, he's in school. He's around bodies. Getting his Having bones. a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he loves those skeletons and he decided to take it up another notch mm-hmm. and he's going to start committing his first crimes now. Oh, so, um, while he's, he's still in school. Yep. How do you have time for that? I mean, when I, I don't have time for anything else now. No, exactly. It's like, I had a, a job. I had, we had schooling. I had organizations. I don't have time to go kill people. Yeah. Like, come on. I have to watch 14 hours of YouTube videos a week. How am I going to fit that in? Well, I have to put it in somewhere. I just <laughs> And it's not going to be when I'm killing people. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> what? It's not going to be well, not during my YouTube time. 
Um, so he uh, steals some recently deceased bodies, damages them in a way where it looks like they've been killed in an accident, takes out an insurance policy on them, plants the body, collects the money, rinse and repeat. Wow. Yeah, he had a system. Yeah. Um, Look at him go. Make that money, girl. And I just want to know, like, how do you take out – I mean, I get it. You take it out an insurance policy on someone. I guess they don't have to be there. Um, but once you put them in a public place where people can find them, what Especially, if, like, if you just took out the insurance yeah. policy. Like, why wouldn't the insurance company be like, wow – Let's put two and two together. That's real, real quick. Yeah. Here's your money. Yeah. Here's some money. That sounds unfortunate. Bags of money. Just welcome. Come on. Um, yes. That which uh, insurance fraud was like major back then. People did it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was really no way for the insurance policy people to be like finger wags. Something mm, is no. tricky yeah. here. Also, there's they're recently deceased bodies. Mm-hmm. So doesn't you know, someone know that they're already dead? Aunt Linda's walking down the street and she sees her husband on the street and she's mm-hmm. like, "Wow, this is this isn't where I left no. you. Why are you suddenly here? With you were in the bathtub wounds. earlier that I threw a toaster into. We don't have electricity. Is it not yet? Back in the 1880s? No. Yes. When did they invent electricity? Thomas Edison invented the mid 1800s. Electricity. It's when was electricity invented? This is just asking if I want to change my Alexa provider. Oh my gosh. You need to type into Google in different ways. Hold on. I'm going to do a thing. When was electricity invented? Well, I know because... 1879. Thomas Edison invented the light bulb. Yeah, but... He invented the light bulb. It doesn't mean that everybody had it. Because another part of the story is the Chicago's World Fair of 1893. And Mm -hmm. I think that was something that they unveiled a lot of was the the, light bulbs. Yeah. The magic of electricity. Okay, fine. So it was the toaster was a joke. I didn't mean to have a segue in that one. But okay, fine. (laughs) Also, don't ruin your toasters because toast is a magic food. You can't. Okay. Uh, there's a white people tweet that's like, whoever invented toast saw bread and they said, cook it again. <laughs> <laughs> what a madman. So See that bread? Cook, cook it, it again. <laughs> Do it! <laughs> so he's learning all this stuff. And uh, then he reports, reports start to arise that he's beating his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like, nah, bro, I'm out. So she goes back to New Hampshire. Uh, and she writes in his trials that she never really heard from him again. Um, Not shocking. Yeah. But they don't get divorced. Um, so they're still married, but she's just several states away. Yes, they're separated. Okay. Um, so he does this all for years, and he's studying, and then in 1884, he passes his medical exams, and he's ready to move. He doesn't want to be here anymore. So, so he's in medical school for four years? Yep. Nowadays, you have to go to college for four years, then medical school for four years, and then residency for however fucking long after that. 20 years? Yeah, exactly. That's why all doctors are old. Yeah. It's like, um, I just paid off my medical bills <laughs> as he's like laying on his deathbed. I just graduated or, last week yeah. and I had my 70th birthday this morning. <laughs> I finally got my own fellowship. <laughs> whoop dee doo. You want a prescription? <laughs> Scrabble. What does it even say? Uh, Aspirin. <laughs> oh, I can't joke about that nowadays. Mm. That's a real problem here. It is. 
of course it is. That's um. awkward. <laughs> yeah, so he's moving. Um, <laughs> so he gets some odd jobs for some time. Uh, he went to like Philadelphia and he went to Virginia to live and um, be a pharmacist. Mm-hmm. And children seem to go missing to in fight. all of the towns that he goes to or they die. Um, so like he was a pharmacist pharmac- pharmacist in Philadelphia mm-hmm. for a while and a child died after taking some medicine that he gave him which also in the 1800s people were like eh, you kill one person That's it's not fine, a bad pharmacist yeah. you just gotta try again they were giving cocaine and like codeine together. heroin yeah it's like oh this is fine this is a cure you got anything. a cough here's some heroin yeah just relax knock it right yeah. out <laughs> you'll you'll feel perfectly fine after that <laughs> you need a morphine drip okay Open up your veins. Low energy, cocaine. Just cocaine for everything. Yeah. Just go. Got to cut cocaine. Cocaine. Just rub, Just it, in rub it. it right on. Just get on. Um, so, uh, yeah, the another job that he had, a child was seen hanging around him, uh, and then he went missing. People said, what happened to that kid? Holmes is like, uh, he went back home to Massachusetts. <laughs> a child. Why did he know that? <laughs> he tells people all the time that he's like, oh, they went to a different state. And people are just like, oh, okay. that sounds reasonable. Mm-hmm. Sounds makes sense. Okay. Um, so all these kids go missing, and then eventually he's like, I'm gonna go to Chicago. So he goes before he goes to Chicago, he changes his name to Henry Howard Holmes, H. H. Holmes, mm-hmm. um, because he wants to protect himself from his previous crimes. He doesn't want people to know about them, and you can do that because yeah. it's the 1800s. But um, he never got for previous crimes, meaning he doesn't like no one knows about his previous previous crimes. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I mean, I guess when he was doing the insurance frauds, he put his original name, Henry, or no, Howard, mm-hmm. Herman Webster, mm-hmm. budget. Um, yeah. So he gets a new name, also gets a new wife. Um, so he marries Myrtle, uh, Myrta Belknap. Okay. Um, and they move together in Willamette, which is about 14 miles north of Chicago. Um, so he's committing another crime. Because he's marrying a second person. Yes. Adultery. I think it's, isn't that bigamy? I don't know. It's bigamy. Sure. Because gammy is Latin for marriage. And yeah, I knew what that meant. And bi is two. Bigamy? Let me get my chalkboard and I can show you how this works. <laughs> there's one. And then there's two. <laughs> Whoa. So. Uh, <laughs> can we start over? Etymology. <laughs> um, so they live in Willamette and Holmes is like, I can't do business here. I'm going to Chicago. Mm-hmm. So I don't. it doesn't really make it clear whether or not he travels back and forth between Chicago and Willamette every day. But 14 miles in the 1800s is a far amount. like, really cars. Yeah. Yeah. So but we talked about this the last episode of our podcast on rspeepypodcast.com. Uh-huh. <laughs> where, is, where is it on Facebook? <laughs> on, at uh, rspeepypodcast. Yes! And also at rspeepypodcast on Instagram. But what is it on Twitter? Oh, it's rspoopy on Twitter. Oh, yes. There you mm-hmm. go. Okay. <laughs> um, 14 miles is kind of a long way. It's long here in Houston. It's, like, from here to Katy. Yeah. And so imagine going from here to Katy in like a horse and buggy or something like that. It would probably take forever. you quite some time. Yeah. But there would be no traffic. That's true. Well, there might have been. You don't know. You know what congestion was like back then. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm. But uh, Chicago had had like a fire. In the 18, late 1800s, yeah. yeah burned like, down like the entire city. That's <laughs> why Chicago's like booming when he goes there. Oh, okay. Because they're like rebuilding? They're rebuilding everything. Yeah. Because okay. it was, and you know, yeah. So. I imagine, I guess there would be traffic. Yeah. But I think they, after that, they were like, everything's made of stone. Just build build it all. So <laughs> I think they had paved streets. Maybe. 
I don't know. Um, regardless, that's not important. Um, so he goes to Chicago, stumbles across a pharmacy owned by a woman named Elizabeth Holton on the southwest corner of Wallace Avenue and West 63rd Street in Englewood. Shout out to the localities of Chicago podcast. The ones that we have no idea about. Do we know any from anyone from Chicago? Uh, I don't. You have Twitter followers. Yeah, Twitter followers. But no, I don't really know anyone immediately from Chicago. Wow. No. Yeah. Another big city, too. Mm-hmm. To, like, not know any from. I know about the bean. Yeah. Did you know that we have a bean here in Houston, too? Yeah, it stands up right. We built it a couple years ago while I was living here. Yeah. It's recent. It's, it's like shit. down, like, south, isn't it? Yeah, we went and saw it on Sunday last yeah, week. It's cute. Stands straight up. Yep. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh my God, you guys are coming from Chicago. And they're like, so? <laughs> yeah. Have you been here? We don't have anything. <laughs> we literally have nothing. Give us this one thing, okay? <laughs> we have the rodeo, and that's only <laughs> during March. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, let us be our own person, okay? Exactly. Um, the entire city, one person. <laughs> wow. See? Hey, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's two differing opinions on what happens next. Um, I found multiple resources citing both. The first is that Elizabeth Holton's husband was quite ill, and she hired Holmes as a pharmacist, but also requested uh, him to help her husband. Uh, instead, he kills him, but makes it look like it's an accident, so he poisons him, I'm sure. Um, and then Holton's just like, oh, I'm so sad. Please stay. And he continues to be the pharmacist there. At her house? Yep. No, at her pharmacy. And they, oh, okay, they, okay. He lived in an apartment above the pharmacy. So then why didn't she take care of him if she was a pharmacist? I'm not sure if the husband was the pharmacist or if she was the pharmacist. Oh, okay. I think it was the husband because mm. it said that he went to medical school. Also, it's the 1800s. I don't think that women, women were allowed could do that. Yeah. That. Um, so, yeah, 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 yeah. And then she's like, I don't, why do I have a pharmacy? I'm going away. Mm-hmm. And then she sells him the pharmacy. Pharmacy. And Holmes agrees to buy it, but he does so on a pay- payment plan, which he never honors, kills her, tells everyone she moved to California. <laughs> so this is now what the fourth person that he's officially killed? Well, documented kind of-ish? Yeah. Okay. Um, but. The first kid, and then that other person, and these two people now. Mm-hmm. But. There's also other resources that say that he didn't do it and that the husband wasn't even sick. Um, and they wanted to sell, sell the pharmacy, so he bought it. Which, I don't know. Mm. Wikipedia said that, and I was like... Every but I like people is, dying, so... Yeah, I'm going to believe the other one. <laughs> so we're going to go with the spoopy part and say that he killed him. Yes. Um, Seems so, more logical to me. I mean, obviously. Yeah. So now it gets real dark. Um so he's got this pharmacy, and he's making his money. He buys the lot across the street from the pharmacy, uh, and he starts putting his master plan in action. Oh. Uh, he, so the entire time he was planning on doing more. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, honey. <laughs> so he, he's got a plan. Oh, boy. Um, so he starts building on the property in 1888. Um, he intends for the property to be open in time for the upcoming 1893 World's Fair that's slated to come to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, so the building commences, he hires and fires multiple crews so that no one will know the final blueprint of the murder castle, also referred to as the murder hotel, also referred to as the murder mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, the ground floor of the building is to be Holmes's pharmacy, um, as well as, uh, like little tchotchke shops. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard on the last podcast on the left that he built the pharmacy portion. He asked another pharmacist to move into his other location that was across the street. Um, The guy agreed, paid him. um, So he shows him around the pharmacy. He's like, paid him for a place that he never paid for. 
Yes. So he made money off of a pharmacy and never paid for it. Yes. Okay. Um, he was like, these are your shelves. This is your tables. Um, and then that night, he moved all of the furniture out of that building into his pharmacy across the street. And the guy comes in and he's like, uh, there's nothing here. <laughs> nothing here. It's just a building. Yeah. Um, but I didn't read that anywhere. <laughs> I just heard it. Um, so, yeah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Um, but they read a book about this. There's an actual book. Oh, okay. Devil in the White City, which uh-huh. is apparently. So they like read the actual book. So I'm yeah. sure there was like lots of research that yeah. went into something which like is that. An actual book, which yeah. is more research than I would ever consider doing yeah. for this podcast. Yeah. So yeah. I hope you guys were not expecting some sort of a dissertation. Like here. writing books here. Yeah. Um, which we probably could have done with all the pages from Chernobyl, but we decided yeah. against that one. <laughs> but I, I don't think people would want to be like, and the positive ion coefficient, man, let me tell you about that. Wait, I like that. All right. Start your own <laughs> podcast. Um, our spoopy science podcast. <laughs> our science podcast. Um, so apparently that's required reading in high school. Did you ever read The Devil in the White City? Uh-uh. I don't know. That's kind of dark. What did yeah. you read in high school for required we, reading? The ones that I remember were Great Gatsby, Life of Pi, uh, East of Eden, um, Sun Also Rises. That one was terrible. Um, and what else did we read? Uh, uh, what am I thinking? There's uh, We read Animal Farm. Um, I can't think of the other one. Required Anthem. reading was That not one was also terrible. A lot of I didn't have a lot of required reading. Yeah. Like an entire book. Well, you should be happy about it. Oh, Grapes of Wrath. Ugh, that one was terrible. The only one I really remember having to read was called The Last Babylon, and it was about um, what happens after, like in a town after atomic bombs go off all over the United States. Oh. It was so pretty good. Like I a post-apocalyptic kind of thing? Yeah. Hmm. Like uh, the, uh, there's one girl in the book who is like staring at the blast mm-hmm. at the time, and they're all in a greenhouse for some reason, um, and she goes blind. And they like have to help her the entire time. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, she. Get, I mean, it's not permanent sight damage from viewing an atomic bomb, is it? It's just temporary. No, I think like the the it's the like flash. staring into like magnesium burning. So like if mag if you stare into magnesium burning, it like will blind you. Wow. That's why people wear those welders masks because they're welding very bright metals. Hmm. <laughs> That's also like why you. Are supposed to like use a welder's glass in front of like a solar eclipse. Which, speaking of solar eclipse, did you know that we're going to have a full solar eclipse that will go over the over San Antonio? <gasps> yeah, in twenty twenty four, April sixth, I believe, eight six twenty twenty four. That doesn't really excite me. It excites me. I it's mean, so it's cool. cool, but I'm not gonna. I'm going to San Antonio for it. Well, she's traveling, baby. Oh yeah, she's driving. I thought that, like, after the one that happened a couple of years ago, they said it wasn't going to happen for another 20-some years. Yeah, not over Houston? Over, like, most of America. No. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> There's typically, like, the w- you don't get, like, a, a full solar eclipse for, like, typically ever 27 years in, like, a certain area. So, mm. like... I mean, once this one happens, we won't have another full solar eclipse for 27 years. But why did they make such a big deal about it on the news, then, if it happens? Because the solar eclipse in North America doesn't happen very often. What's going to happen in four years? Yeah. So? Oh, my God. Whatever. But Um, it was only partial here. 
We didn't have a full solar eclipse. Yeah, I know, but they still put it on. That's what they had on the news all day. Yeah, because it's important. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> so he builds his house, uh-huh. um, and it spans the entire city block. Wow. Um, so the bottom floor is his pharmacy with the select vendors. Um, second and third floor are his offices and over 100 windowless rooms, hmm. uh, as well as a maze of hallways, often at weird angles, um, doorways that open up to brick walls, secret pages- passages that lead um, around the property, um, staircases that lead to nowhere, um, and doors that can only be opened from the outside. Oh, um, which is your if you're gonna murder someone, that's really the ideal thing to have. Yeah. Lock the door on the outside. And then not let anyone out. Yeah. Yeah. And then construction people were just like that's cool, stupid. That's <laughs> sure. You're paying. <laughs> if you're paying us this money, I don't care. Um and most of the rooms were soundproofed, um, and they had chutes that led to the basement. Mm-hmm. Um so, so then you could just throw the bodies and they'd slide uh-huh. down. Um and a lot of the rooms had gas jets installed in the room um that were designed to be turned on remotely. So Holmes would invite people to stay in the hotel, um, and then he murdered them. Hmm. So there are four, or maybe I have two, two of actual people that are noted to have died there, but there could have been hundreds upon thousands. Yeah. Because we would not ever know. There's no way to know. Yeah. <laughs> and he could have just been dumping the uh, remains in like the Chicago River or. Well, the, no, 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 no. He's oh. dissecting them. Oh, yeah. And making their bone or taking their bones and selling them to doctors oh. for use as a skeleton. Oh, okay. Um, he may have thrown some of them in the river. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you get so many, it's just it's like, like mm, I can't have many. any more. There's too many bodies. Get this one out. <laughs> um, so one of the f- one of his uh, first people to stay in the hotel was the newly hired jewelry clerk who worked downstairs. Her name was uh, Julia Smith, uh, and he she was his mistress. Um, well, his wife was still 15 miles north of Chicago. His two wives. Oh, yeah. The um, other one's in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Um, and I think at this time, also, he got another wife. Oh. He had, like, four wives. Trigamy. Yeah. Look at me go. I learned um, some Latin. <laughs> you got to write it on the board. <laughs> Draw it. Um, so she had a daughter named Pearl, who was also staying in the hotel. Um, and then after Julia's husband found out about the affair, he was like, I'm not going to stay with a whore. Mm-hmm. And he leaves. Um, and then on Christmas 1881, or ni- I put 1981, 1891, that was a long time. <laughs> uh, that was a long time. <laughs> uh, the two disappeared. Both the husband and, or Pearl and? Pearl and Julia. Okay. Um, and Holmes claimed that they both died from abortions. Oh. They both had abortions, mm-hmm. and they both died. Yep, at the same time. And why does he know about this? I don't understand why he's the one who knows about these murders. I mean, or I, these people dying. Because he's a doctor. That mm. one, I think it's because he's a doctor. The mm. other one, I'm just like, he just tells people they moved. Yeah. And they're like, sounds reasonable. Sounds makes sense. Okay, bye. Crazy. Yeah. Um. So, what that truly happened to them was never revealed, but mm-hmm. he murdered them. Yeah, he murdered them. Took their um, bones. So. Emmeline Sigrande and Edna Van Tassel, who were employed at the hotel, also mysteriously disappeared. Uh, what was his explanation there? I didn't find one. Hmm. Um, so there were also countless victims that are nameless because they decided to stay there during the Chicago World's Fair. Mm-hmm. So after he does this, 
I mean, he gets away scot-free. People don't realize any of it. Yeah. Um, and then he uh, says, I'm tired of this business. Mm-hmm. So then he gets up and starts traveling around the U.S. Leaving his murder castle. Yep. Behind. Leaves his murder castle. Um, he starts hanging around with this guy named Benjamin Peitzel. Pit, Pitzel. Um, who is also an insurance frauder. Mm-hmm. And they he takes out a uh, policy on this guy and then fakes his death. So they get like $10,000. Together. Yeah. Well, they're in coots. Yeah. Um, and then they do this all over the U.S. He marries another woman in Chicago or in Colorado. A fourth wife. Uh-huh. Um, and then um, eventually he does get caught for insurance fraud. Um, and they go through all of his assets and find the murder mansion. And that's when he's caught for murdering people. Murdering people. How do they prove it at that point? I mean, I think he admitted to it. Oh. He's like, oh, here's this castle. Yeah, I'm They were like, what about that thing in Chicago? He was like, oh, oh you, you guys. guys. You got me, It was gal. me. I murdered 400 people. <laughs> How'd wow. you figure that out? <laughs> How'd you know, you silly goose? <laughs> I mean, yeah. And that's the murder of, uh, murders of HHN. So he wrote about these murders. Yep. Is that why we know about them? Mm-hmm. The four murders that he, t- well, I guess four in the Five, murder house, six, plus the six eight, that four. he admitted to, and okay. we have names of. Okay. Well, four that we have names of. Yeah, but they're six like that that's to. once again one of those cases like we could have had so many more and like have no idea about it. Yep. Like simple as that. Mm-hmm. That's baffling to me. It's baffling. Well, that's awesome. Well, I mean the uh, like Chicago is whenever I went to Chicago, there was a lot, a lot, a lot of history of, like, different things that were there, especially, like, the Chicago World's Fair. Was that the same one that Thomas Edison electrocuted a elephant? elephant? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, the Chicago wor- World's Fair was, like, huge. Yeah. And so, like, they, the fire that we talked about happened, like, just before the World's Fair happened. Um, and so, I mean, if, by that, I mean, I think it was, like, 10 years before. And okay. they were like, we have to fucking rebuild our city because – the World's Fair is coming. Like, we need to get this, like, rebuilt and ready to go kind of thing. Well, also, America was, like, super jealous because at the, I think it was 1888 World's Fair, mm-hmm. it was, was in Paris, and mm-hmm. they unveiled the Eiffel Tower. Mm. And America was like, here's, um, what was it? It was not Wild Bill. It was like, this is Wild Bill's Frontier <laughs> uh, exhibit from Come America. Yeah. <laughs> here's an Indian guy, and yeah. this is a buffalo. And they're like, we made this giant wooden. I'm we metal made this structure. entire radio tower. Yeah. It's taller than anything you've ever seen. Yeah, surprise. And America's like, fuck, fuck. <laughs> so then, um, when they get the call for it in 1893, they were their choices were New York, St. Louis, or Chicago. Mm-hmm. And Chicago was like, I really want this. We um, we literally just lost half of our city. Let's yeah, let's get it. Actually, I think it was closer to like three quarters of the city. I think it was the whole city. It was almost the whole city. No, like it was a huge amount of the city that was like burned down. Um, And it was because uh, like everything was made out of wood. With like like, stone facades. Yeah. And so like the wind was blowing really hard. Well, Chicago already is windy. Um, And so like the wind just like blew all of it into each other in the city. It's windy in Chicago? Surprise. Oh my God. You wonder why it's called the, um, what do they they call it? The the, uh, gusty city? Uh, (laughs) Bitch, I'm from Chicago. They call it like that. What the gusty city? The uh, I think it's like we've got a lot of tumbleweed city. Yeah, <laughs> the gusty. The I almost said gusty. Their town musty. motto is. 
What? <laughs> Wind. <laughs> Do you remember um, Captain Planet? Yes. I wanted to be the girl that said wind. Yeah. Wind. Mine was heart because I'm that gay. I was like, heart. <laughs> wind. And she was like from Norway or something. I don't know. <laughs> wind. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Okay. Well, now it's my turn. Let me hold Whoa. on. Whoa. Yeah, tell me something spoopy. I'm not killing paper. This, or killing paper. Killing trees this time. Oh, my um, God. I Guys, actually, Chris like, has a computer. Typed it all up. Why is it not turning on? Turn on. His computer irritates the fuck out of me. I would die laughing if your computer was dead. Uh, I, yeah, I don't have a charger, so don't jinx me like that on here. Okay. So, Spencer, have you ever heard of a creepypasta? <laughs> I... <laughs> No. This is my first time. Oh, my God. What is it? Is it scary pasta? Yeah, that's exactly what it means. Uh, no, this, so the, what I'm going to talk about is a creepypasta. So that's uh, something that has just kind of spiraled out on the internet there. Why did you even write that if I've already said that to everybody? I, I didn't actually write that. Oh. I'm just telling you people. You brought it up and then to you started remind, talking. Because I wrote creepypasta. Okay. Creepy. Crappy. 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 <laughs> What is that? C R E double P Y? <coughs> Shut up. <coughs> yes. <laughs> Why don't okay. you go get some water? <laughs> or mimosa. More of that. Mermosa? Mermosa. Manmosa? Um, guess, okay. guess, 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 guess. Carly Ray Jepsen. Yes! <laughs> mm, daddy. Daddy. <laughs> daddy. Oh my God. You remember Daddy? Daddy. Uh, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, so Spencer, have you ever heard of the Black Eyed Children? Yes. Have you? I have. Oh, okay. Did you read all the creepy pastas? Um, I think I read the main one, which I'm not sure if it's the one that you're telling. Was it an Abilene? I don't remember it that way. Okay, well. well, we'll get there. So I'm gonna give you a little bit of background Abilene. of the creep, not creepy, the Black Eyed Kids, uh, and then we're going to go into a the kind of the origin of the Black Eyed Kids. So, the black eyed kids are young people, often children, and guess what? They have black eyes. They have black eyes. What? Uh, there's no differenti differentiation between, differentiation the, between the, the iris pupil and the sclera. 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 That's, That's like the white part. Yeah. Always bringing it back to science, you know? Yeah. I also read most times that they have like whitish blonde hair. Uh, they, they're very pale. They, I haven't, didn't read about the hair, but they're very pale with tinted blue skin. Uh, almost like a corpse, like a dead person. Oh, God, I love that. I live for that. Um, those who encounter That's my them, makeup aesthetic. Is can you make that? Can you paint Dixie like that? Just like, like You already look like that. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Glad that my uh, foundation already, like, silvery blue. I like that. You just, like, spilled some blue eyeshadow on it. And oh, shit! <laughs> Fucked. <laughs> it's actually going to be my blush from now on. It's just blue. Blue. <laughs> like, I'm actually a corpse. I'm really cold. <laughs> you feel that? So those who encounter them often feel like a very supernatural aura about them, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, usually uh, associated with an overbearing or threatening feeling, um, like they're extremely dangerous beings, essentially. Um, they're often seen playing games or singing nursery rhymes because children are fucking creepy. Um, simple as that. Yep. Uh, what, what's my saying that I always say? That, you see a kid, go the other way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you see a kid, go the other way. Um. Commonly seen near abandoned or deserted areas. Sometimes they are seen at doorsteps alone or in pairs. So most commonly they're seen in like in middle of fucking nowhere. Uh, yep. But this most commonly in pairs. 
Uh, and th- every once in a while, like, we'll, there'll be a report of, like, a creepypasta that talks about someone showing up at their door instead. They have an unusual confidence uh, for children, even though some of these children, once again, see like kids five. go the other way. They're, yeah, they're, like, already – like, children sometimes, depending on, like, if they're, like, a shy kid, are very – uh, overconfident with themselves and t- kids oh say God. kids say the darndest things you know did i ever show you um wishing wells for shy boys no <laughs> yes yeah 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 yeah, 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 you did. yeah, yeah. you're like yeah, it's the exact opposite <laughs> yeah the, quite the opposite yeah so they're very like they are very like i'm in your face like I, I will say kind of whatever i want to um yet they'll avoid your gaze and try and hide their eyes um at first uh but they also speak with a level of eloquency that's beyond their apparent age. So some of these look like five, six-year-old kids. Um, but they but talk like They us. talk like adults. Yes, exactly. Well, no, they, talk, they talk eloquently. We don't talk yeah. eloquently. We <laughs> speak for yourself, B. <laughs> uh, often, speak for yourself, B. <laughs> exactly. That was the point I was trying to make. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, well, I got it that time, okay? <laughs> uh, oftentimes, the black-eyed kids have mannerisms um, like an adult and also speak like adults. Uh, sometimes having an adult voice as well. So imagine an adult voice, not my adult, adult voice, because I sound like a, a, <laughs> Ow, a hey. six-year-old uh, girl. Um, mm, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but they actually have, like, adult voices coming out of these, like, little children. Um, they are also reported uh, to ask for entrance into a, a quote-unquote victim's home uh, to use a telephone or to keep them safe from an unspecified danger. Um, if you if seen outside of the home, they will immediately stop playing or you know singing their nursery rhymes because kids are fucking creepy uh, and stare at you. I mean, kids do that normally. I've seen these children. <laughs> yeah, th- I've seen normal children that do that to me. They're so just like, oh, what is that? They're uh, kids are really fucking creepy. That people can't see us. <laughs> <laughs> just like silence in the microphone we're just like making eyes like <laughs> if you, just like the wind that's passing by our joints will <laughs> all of my bones cracking because <laughs> you're a skeleton <laughs> um, so they may approach you or your car and ask for a ride home or a safe place to stay mind you remember this is in deserted abandoned areas like why the fuck is there a kid there because once again, kids are fucking creepy. <laughs> the end. I'm getting a theme here. Yeah. Do you have Do you have an opinion? Do you think I have an opinion on children? I think that you're. I mean, I'm gonna be a wonderful father one day. Do you think they're going to the next murder victim? Uh, <laughs> I think they're going to find some children. Oh god. Maybe save them from turning to black-eyed children. I think they know. Or what they don't know is they're already black-eyed children. Or some dumbass got blackout drunk at a party and already hurt himself. Well. That's also a possibility. <laughs> happy Fourth of July. <laughs> I read a, a white people tweet that was like, "Happy Fourth of July to the people that will figure out on July fifth that they only have four fingers left." Oh no! Like, oh god, that's dark. <laughs> that's cringeworthy. <laughs> oh god. That's have awesome. you seen the the video with the um this guy he's popping off fireworks, and he doesn't run away quick enough, and he's like. Oh, Lord, Timothy, back <laughs> up. Get away, Timothy. <laughs> I have not seen that one, so it's we'll have to play it later. Hilarious. <laughs> hilarious, darling. Um, so then it said that if you discover that their black eyes are completely black, so remind you, they're you know, trying to hide their gaze, uh, they become angry and insistent that you comply with their request. 
Some encounters even report feeling as though they were under some sort of mind control. So, like, these children had mind control abilities because they were, like, basically coercing them to comply with them. Coercing them? Coercing. Call back. Yeah. <laughs> episode one. Um, and so, like, the they are insistent because they don't – they, I guess, are kind of, like, in a way powerless. So they have to be willingly brought into someone's home um, or their car, you know, whatever. So they have to, like, completely – like ask for permission essentially and if the victim quote unquote victim gives them the opportunity that's when they can you know finally enter their home um encounters and experiences with the black-eyed kids do not report the origin of the children nor the reason for their eye color some believe that they some believe that they are spirits of lost or murdered children and also believe that they are harbin harbingers 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 why does it look weird once again, you look at those words. Yeah, you look at those words and you're like, what the fuck? Har- <laughs> what kind of Harcrux? <laughs> what the kind of Harbinger Horcrux is this? <laughs> Where, we, I, I didn't read this section of Harry Potter. <laughs> this is a Harbinger Horcrux of the ill and personal doom. Yes. Um, so they believe that they're Harbingers of ill and personal doom or death. I always had assumed that they were like aliens. We're getting there. Okay. Call forward. Um, <laughs> So many report that black-eyed kids are almost reminiscent of, like, vampire legends from, like, the 1600s and, you know, all that stuff, uh, which creates the idea that the children could be vampires. Um, they're, you know, here to suck your life energies in a way. Your blood. Um, your blood. Blood. <laughs> um, reports of the black-eyed kids are taken very seriously by ghost hunters as it is believed by these, uh, you know, organizations that they are either vampires, extraterrestrials, or ghosts. Um, and so they're like, if you know, the, the, all these creepy pastas popping up on the internet, they're like, okay, but like, is this real? Because like, we're ready to investigate like right the fuck now because we need to know. I have a story, and I wonder if it's the one that you're about to tell. Okay, we're, we're, I'll get to the story, and then you can tell whatever's uh, happened after that. No, um, it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also reports of the black eyed kids, uh, be, like, uh, n- n- what? That's not a report if there's nothing to report. <laughs> What I wrote was reports of the black-eyed kids do not say what happens. So that's not a report. So people who encounter black-eyed kids or have you know written about the black-eyed kids um, they don't. don't say what happens when you comply with their request, which leaves the internet speculating that those who actually allow them into their cars and their homes die. Like, so there's no reports of anything like, oh, we actually like you know agreed to the black-eyed kid. It's just a lot of like experiencing a black-eyed kid and people leaving. Um, so no one has anything that people say – what actually happens. So, mm-hmm. sorry. What did you say? No, oh, okay. Um, the first uh, first published story originated in Abilene, Texas, from a journalist named Brian Bethel. Uh, he was in a movie theater parking lot um, in the evening when he stopped his car to write a check for something. I don't know. It didn't really specify what he was writing a check I'm for. Sorry, or why does he that matter? wrote a check mark on a piece of paper? Check. It was a check. What is that? Uh, in the 1900s, I'm sorry, in the 1990s, people didn't really use the plastic card very often. They actually, like, wrote things down on paper and say, I owe you this much. Can you take it out of my bank account? It's really weird. That's not money. It's a weird concept. Yeah, I know. It's paper. What are you going to do with that? It's an the IMD. only money I use is plastic. I mean, my money is not visible. My money doesn't even exist. I use this credit card. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh he was so absorbed in, like, what he was doing that he didn't notice young boys uh, who approached his car. It was two young boys. One was older and one was, uh, was younger. Didn't say what, mm-hmm. he, what years uh, he uh, speculated. But once again, uh, children are terrifying. 
You need to terrifying, drive away. fucking creepy. Their children are fucking creepy. Um, so they tapped on the window. He rolled it down, and he said, "As which time he was hit with a almost paralyzing, soul racking fear is what he said, quote unquote, soul racking fear, without understanding why. Like these are little toddlers just at his car in this empty parking lot, or mostly empty parking lot, um, and they're just like these kids that are just like knocking on his window." And he was just like, why the fuck am I afraid kind of thing. Um, so then the children stated that they wanted to catch a movie but had forgotten their money at home, so they were asking for a ride. Um, so the children assured him that they, quote, unquote, were just, two, were just two kids. It won't take that long, and we don't have a gun. Uh, unprovoked kind of saying that. Ugh. So then he noted that these assurances were very unnerving because they were out of nowhere, very unnecessary kind of thing. Uh, and the movie that they had stated they wanted to see had already started. So by the time that it would have, by the time that he would have driven anywhere and gotten back, it would have been nearly over at that point. So it was like, what's the point of you know going there and back? Um, so then Bethel also noted that when he broke eye contact with the children, that's when the true fear like set in. So like he was making eye contact with these children, like broke away, uh, and then once he said that once he broke the eye contact, that's when like he said, from what he said in the report. The he they had black eyes, but it wasn't the full eye, you know, completely covered. But he said that once he broke eye contact with them, that's when it like grew and like took over their entire eyes, essentially. Um, and so that's like the true like blackness of the eyes. So then the older of the two children became very angry when he broke eye contact and stated that they quote unquote couldn't get into the car unless he Bethel said it was okay. So. I mean, they were like, we can't do this unless you let us in, like, fucking let us in, you know, kind of thing. Um, which means that these creatures, you know, have to be welcomed by choice. Kind of like what I said, like, you have to, like, welcome invite this, th invite this evil into your life. And if you don't actually, like, acquiesce their request, then it, like, becomes like a, um, they can't do a anything. Standoff. Exactly. Um, so it wasn't until after that statement did Bethel speed out of the parking lot. Um, so he still stands by this story to this day, that it is something that actually happened. This happened in the 90s. Uh, I think it was 1996, if I remember correctly. Good year. Yeah. I think I went to Disney that year. I think I our family's house got flooded for the first time that year. It was a good year. I like my story. <laughs> How do you feel? Do you feel awkward? Yeah. <laughs> um, so the internet, once this was published, the internet uh, took hold of the story, and that's where a lot of the creepypastas and the no-sleep reddits came from for the black-eyed kids. Um, it, like, spiraled. Uh, but there was some good that came out of it. So that was the first, like, documented story. However, once the story came out, tons of people came out of the woodwork from, like, the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, saying uh, – across multiple countries saying, we've encountered the same thing. We just thought we were crazy. Like, they just assumed that it, this was, like, a – we just don't talk about it kind of thing. Uh, but, like, it was really out there kind of – like – out of, out, of, out of nowhere, the story blew up. Um, it is also said that these kids tend to, quote, unquote, prey on people who know about them. So everyone who's listening to this podcast, including us, uh, stay safe and trust your gut. If you don't like a kid, don't get near it. <laughs> <laughs> Just only frequent establishments that are filled with adults. Yes, so hang out at bars. Um, mm -hmm. That's the only that's place it. where children are yep. allowed. <laughs> kids are fucking creepy. So stay at a bar. Trust your gut. Avoid children. Mm. Mine was. That's gonna be like my hashtag. I'm gonna go from that. Trust, Trust your, your gut, gut. Avoid children. <laughs> I made it. Let's get the movie with it. Um, so mine was the the green children, uh -huh. which is what I thought that the the black eyed children stems from. Uh -huh. So it's these kids, and they it's like the 
1800s and I don't know where. I think it's America mm-hmm. and maybe Europe. Like, but it's, it's, it's probably either America or UK. Those were the two biggest places that had the most like uh, black-eyed kid reporting. Yeah. So they're, they um, show up in this town one day um, and they don't speak English. They mm. don't speak any language that people recognize. Um, and their skin is completely green. Hmm. Um, and they ask, well, they, people are like, they're children. We should protect them. We should help them, yeah. So they... That's kind of the idea of this. It's like, you know, you see these children in abandoned areas, and that's the, the urge to help them. Yeah. Um, and they take them in, and eventually their green skin fades away, and they, mm-hmm. they become more people-like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they learn English, and then they go on to live happy lives but people are like they're aliens oh yeah 100 percent, i believe that mm-hmm. but they you know came down to earth and they were like shape-shifting creatures of some sort and they're like and i've got to fit oh, in we gotta try and fit in and they like probably stole a children sold a children so stole, stole the children children <laughs> still all the children's <laughs> green children of wolfoot i guess that's it is where's wolfoot um suffolk england okay so I guess right. In the 12th century, so a lot longer ago. Yeah, 1100. Well, that's also when – that was called the Dark Ages back in the day when a lot of history was not documented from, like, the 1100s to, like, the 1400s kind of thing. A lot of that was just kind of under the radar. Oh, so there's more I, oh, okay. I didn't remember about. Um, they appeared near the village of Woolput in Suffolk, England, sometime in the 12th century, perhaps during the reign of King Stephen. The children, brother, and sister were generally normal in appearance except for their green-colored skin. They spoke an unknown language and would only eat raw, broad beans. <laughs> um, eventually, they learned to yeah, eat... That's probably why they were green. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> the other thing. Um, they refused to eat other foods. When they learned to eat them, they lost their green pallor. But the boy was... Oh, he, the boy was sickly. He died soon, and the sister was baptized. The girl adjusted to her new life. She was considered to be rather loose and wanton with her conduct. 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 Um, she learned to speak English, and she explained that she and her brother had come from St. Martin's Land, a subterranean world inhabited by green people. Hmm. So she's an alien. Yep. For sure. From St. Martin's. Yeah. You know. That's fine. <laughs> that yeah. makes sense? I mean, I wouldn't doubt – well, I guess not doubt it. That's like a historical context. That's a different thing. Or maybe black-eyed kids came from – Stemmed from that, yeah. yeah. Stemmed from that somehow, and you know, somehow fell on that. Uh, but yeah, definitely trust your gut. Avoid children. <laughs> I like that. Trust your gut. Avoid children. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us uh, for this Fourth of July podcast. Absolutely. We hope that you guys have um, a good time. I hope these stories keep you up, and not the fireworks. Oh yeah, and I hope that uh, when any of you guys listen to this on when we release it on Sunday, that uh, you guys have all recovered from your vacation because i assume that since it's so close to the weekend people are just thursday friday saturday yeah take off all the all four days and whatever Mm -hmm. uh so i hope that everyone recovers very nicely hope no one wakes up with only four fingers on one hand um i hope that all the timothy get away (laughs) i hope that all of the sirens that we keep hearing are not for anyone that we know or any of our listeners um and i hope that you guys all uh, have a nice weekend essentially or have had a nice weekend at this point we hope that you celebrated america Mm. in the best way you know how yep with hamburgers hot dogs fireworks and and then of course what we do we what we do is we get get spooky with it. it